0: I got up, startled as usual, thanks to my alarm clock. As I dragged myself from my bed, I noticed that the house was very quiet. This was a very strange occurrence because my parents were early risers. I always woke up to them either arguing about something or celebrating their new conquest. Whatever. I thought as I entered the kitchen to make breakfast. My parents never prepared any meal for me. They always made theirs, ate, and left. I was used to it by now. As I walked past my parents' room on my way to the kitchen, something just felt very wrong. I had this strong, bad feeling, and I decided to check up on them in their room. I hope they aren't dead, I thought. I walked into the room carefully, heart in hand as I opened the door. What I witnessed was worse than anything I could have expected. Hey, I'd appreciate it if you could hit the like and subscribe button so we can continue with the story. Thank you! I opened the door and realized that my parents weren't dead. They were much, much worse. Gone. I ran to the drawer where I saw the documents last night. It was empty. Ugh, I should have known. These people didn't care about me, so I don't understand why I thought those documents were for us all to travel. Did they think I was stupid, though? A 15-year-old chaotic teenager who had con artists as parents? I was smarter than middle-aged adults. It was quite funny that they thought they could elope without me. It was time to surprise them. I called the cops and told them exactly where they were headed. I also explained that they abandoned their 15-year-old daughter at home without any guardian, while letting it slip that they were the infamous Mr. and Mrs. Taylor Fingers, the married con artists that had destroyed the lives of many. They were caught and arrested in a short time. However, before the cops could come and save the stranded 15-year-old Aurora Fingers, I dug up my savings from its hidden spot in the garden and escaped to another village. There, I cut and dyed my hair, changing my identity forever. This was the beginning of my con journey, and my plan was to excel at it unlike my parents. My parents had been conning and scamming people since they were little. As a matter of fact, they met during one such heist and fell in love with each other, subsequently getting married. The funny thing was that... Despite their years of experience in the con industry, we always remained lower middle class, always making just enough to survive. I thought it was pathetic. My parents taught me exactly who I shouldn't be. Over the years, I took on different names, identities, and individualities and I was successful at my craft. Even the government respected me because they just couldn't understand how I did it. I became rich quickly, but I was always on the run. I didn't mind it, though. I enjoyed the thrill of making cops think they had me, then disappearing like I never existed in the first place. It was exhilarating. As time went by, I got everything money could buy, but I still searched desperately for one thing. Love. I'd been with different people in the past, but none of them truly loved me they were either with me for my beauty or my money fame or status i always left them high broken, and dry anyway since they couldn't give me what i wanted and were simply using me why couldn't i use them too it had been 10 years since i got my parents locked up ran away from my village and began my con journey and i was already drowning in wealth even though i was only 25. i was getting tired of the game and it seemed like it was time to settle down One day, while relaxing on my yacht, my parents contacted me. Apparently, their jail time of 10 years was up, and they needed a place to stay. I knew they didn't care about me, and all they needed was my money, but I let them come over anyway. After all, money was the only thing that everyone wanted from me too. They were amazed at my riches and kept walking around my mansion, staring in disbelief. I informed them that I had a con gig for them and they would be set up for life after completing the gig. Our victim was a politician who stole people's pension money. He wasn't a good person either, so we weren't doing anything wrong. We started our mission and I sent my parents to their positions. What they didn't know was that I had anonymously informed the cops of their plan to rob the so-called politician, who's actually a reverend, so they were apprehended and arrested again, sentenced for five years this time. I wish they'd been given about 10 to 20 years though, but I was happy to have them off my back once again, no matter how short the time was. I was ready to retire since my 10th generation couldn't even exhaust my wealth at this point, but I had one last target, and I wanted to drain him for fun, just to prove that I still had it. He was a billionaire playboy and his name was Gustav. The plan was to play the billionaire playboy and leave him without a cent to his name. This was going to be fun. To my surprise, This dude treated me like he really loved me. He didn't show off his wealth for a second. Instead, he took me to places where we had genuine fun. We went to parks and jumped on different rides, went skydiving, cliff diving, paintballing, bike riding, and more. He took me on street dates, to beaches, we watched romantic and sad movies, and we cried together. We talked about business, and he even compelled me to start a few legal businesses with him. (laughs) these businesses started making so much money in just a few months and i couldn't believe that something legal could make so much money since i had only done illegal things all my life he showed me what true love meant something i hadn't experienced since i was born i could feel myself falling head over heels for him but i knew that it was simply a game to him and he had won me fair and square being in love with him i couldn't con him anymore Mostly because I didn't need the extra money anyway, and I couldn't bear seeing him penniless, knowing the good things he was doing with his money like building orphanages, shelters, helping internationally displaced people, and more amazing stuff. I decided to quietly ghost him, disappearing from his life completely and making sure there was no way he could ever contact me again. Despite the fact that I ghosted him, I secretly watched his every move, because I was already obsessed with him. I watched him cry, drink, search frantically for me and become absolutely miserable over my disappearance. I knew he loved me too, but how could I be sure? What if it was all an act? He was famous for using girls and messing them up, and I was experienced with pretending to be in love, right down to pretending to be miserable after a breakup or ghosting experience. I rolled in my bed and cried because I realized that I couldn't even experience true love because I would always doubt its originality. Despite this, I never stopped watching Gustav. I started behaving like one of his obsessed creepy fans. One day, he was lounging in a pool when some men tried to drown him. I immediately ran to his rescue and beat up the whole team of 15 men without breaking a sweat. Gustav was happy to see me, but also surprised and confused.
1: Why did you leave me? Did I do something wrong? Where have you been? How did you know I was in trouble? Wait a minute, have you been watching me? How can you fight like that? You defeated 15 heavily built men in a couple of minutes without even breaking a sweat. I couldn't do that if I tried, and I have martial arts training. Who are you really, Julia? Are you some sort of criminal or something?
0: Easy boy, you'll know everything in due time. By the way, my name isn't really Julia, it's Aurora. Aurora Fingers. He stared at me in confusion as I led him to my hotel room. On the way though, he suddenly remembered that he needed to take a drug and it was at home. I was worried about his home's safety considering the fact that he was just attacked, but he convinced me to go back with him. Being a love-struck idiot, I immediately did, without noticing all the bright red flags right in front of me. Once we got home, he demanded that I tell him the whole truth. According to him, he went completely mad when I left, wondering what he had done wrong for me to disappear like that, so it was only fair for me to tell him everything. Having watched his every move, I believed everything he said. It did seem like he had almost gone completely mad as a result of my disappearance. What I didn't know, however, was that this was all an elaborate scheme to get me to spill the beans, and I naively did exactly that. I spilled every last bean. He suddenly stood up and laid flat on the floor while muttering,
1: I'm so sorry, Aurora. I really am. But this is my job and I have to do it perfectly.
0: My eyes widened as a horde of cops broke into the house with heavy guns. Right in the middle of the crowd was Agent Stilltime. He had been on my case for the entirety of my con journey and could never get a lead until now.
2: Well, well, well. Aurora Fingers. My Jane Doe for a decade. I finally know your name, and not just that. I also have you confessing all of your crimes in one go. Love really is blind, isn't it?
0: He smiled, showing me an audio recorder. In one swift movement, I stretched my long, slim legs, pushing the recorder off his hands and destroying it with my stiletto. Gustave jumped up and tased me, making me fall on the ground. I stared at him with hurt and disappointment.
2: "'The fact that you destroyed the tape doesn't matter. We still have a few backups of your confession.'
0: "'I smirked while looking straight into his eyes. I knew he was lying.'
2: "'Whatever. Well, we all heard you confess, including your lover boy here, and we're happy to stand against you in trial. Isn't that right, Detective?' "'Right.'
0: Gustave muttered. "'Detective?' I wondered aloud.
2: "'Oh, surprised? Well, lover boy here isn't your actual target, Aurora.'
0: He flashed me a winning grin.
2: Your parents gave us some information about your next target. So we informed him and got him to hide while our head detective here impersonated him acting for months on end, pretending to love and miss you. Surprised to encounter a better actor than you?
0: I didn't want to, but somehow I burst into tears <laughs> making Agent still Time even more happy. I'd never felt this kind of pain before.
1: Alright, that's enough. Let's round it up.
0: Gustav tried to pick me up, but I knocked his head with mine like it was a football. I was used to pain and fighting, so it didn't hurt one bit, but the sheer force made him fall back and scream in pain. Ah! I jumped on him and beat him up badly while whispering, I loved you. I was ready to die for you. The cops dragged me off him, but he stopped them from hitting me. He came close to me, looked me straight in the eyes and coldly said, I know, before walking off. I tried to jump on him again but they used the taser on me once again and I became weak. I was locked in an old and shaky prison while they waited for the transfer trucks to come and take me. I felt they underrated my skills though because this prison was so easy to break out of. In a week, I'd made friends with people who had the extra skills that I needed. We put our plan in motion and broke out of the prison. To our surprise, they had expected this, so we were caught immediately and put in solitary confinement for another week. After that, I was set to be transferred to an underground prison where I'd be tortured by my enemies and people I had stolen from for the rest of my life. I was knocked out and loaded into the truck. I woke up in the moving armored truck and immediately noticed a tattoo on one of the guards' hands. I recognized it as Gustav's tattoo and wondered what he was doing there. He put a finger on his lips, signaling me to remain quiet. The guards were all wearing masks so they didn't know he was the one. Suddenly... The truck came to a halt. The guards in front came out but were knocked out. Gustave knocked out all the guards at the back before they could figure out what was happening. Unfortunately, I was also knocked out in the scuffle. I woke up on the most beautiful island I had ever seen, and Gustave was lying down beside me.
1: Mia Moore, you're awake.
0: I replied with a resounding slap. I was in prison for two weeks.
1: I know, I'm sorry. Please, forgive me, my love.
0: Gustave explained that his twin brother was actually the billionaire playboy I targeted and that was why I couldn't differentiate them. His mission was to get me arrested, but he couldn't go through with everything because he had fallen madly in love with me. He was going to give up his former life and career to live on this hidden island with me, but on one condition. What is it? I wondered. He got down on one knee and brought out a ring from a box.
1: Aurora Fingers, will you marry me?
0: My hard-earned money had been confiscated by the government, but it didn't really matter because I had finally found what I'd been searching for all these years, right from when I lived with my parents. Love. Besides, Gustav was a billionaire. Yes, yes, I'll marry you, Gustav.
1: Great, but my name isn't really Gustav. That's my brother's name. I'm Alejandro.
0: I threw a pillow at my new fiancé, and he hugged me tight.